Split Ends, Tammy Nielsen, the Phoenix Foundation and Tex, all Kiwi acts who've been invited to reimagine their songs with a full orchestra. Next, it's the turn of current pop princess, Benny, who can claim two and a half billion streams around the world, some eight music awards and sell-out shows wherever she goes. I know I f***ed up, I'm just a loser, shouldn't be with ya, guess I'm a quitter, while you're out there drinking, I'm just a thinking about what I should have been, I've been lonely. So imagine Benny singing in front of not just her own band, but also a 66-piece orchestra, and her hits performed in all sorts of genres, 90s trip-hop perhaps, or even as a Bond theme. Composer Claire Cowan is coming up with the new arrangements for the 21-year-old singer-songwriter, who'll perform with the NZSO in Wellington and the APO in Auckland. Benny says the offer took her by surprise. Yeah, I mean, I was stoked that we got asked... Because honestly, I hadn't like really like it wasn't something that came to mind first, but obviously something that I was super super keen to do. Yeah, I mean, and any kind of co- collaboration, obviously, I'm super keen on. But in this case, it's like bringing a new life to all of the songs and creating something really interesting. And and yeah, so I was super down. You've, I mean, you've controlled your songs, of course. So when you're working with Claire sitting right beside you, of course. But when you're working with <laughs> the orchestra, do do you have any say in the final? product if you know what I mean <laughs> but if I was like nope <laughs> <laughs> um oh yeah definitely I mean it's a collaboration so I think that it's definitely like I trust Claire to kind of create something really cool but if I don't like something I'm gonna say that I don't like it <laughs> but I don't I don't think that I won't like it. we anything. talk about the ideas first yeah. and we sort of say how about this how about this and yeah. just throw all the crazy ideas into the ring and then Indeed. pick one path that's exactly what we did you literally like had it all written down, and and we had a, a meeting with Josh, my producer, and we kind of went through every song and like what she kind of had envisioned for it, and it all sounded great. So nice work. <laughs> <laughs> they, they had their eyes on you. The APO had their eyes on you, uh, Benny, right back in in twenty nineteen, actually before uh, yeah. before COVID struck. So I mean, I'm looking at some of the other groups they've worked with, got Split Ends and Tammy Nielsen, the Phoenix Foundation, been around for. Or decades, some of them, <laughs> yeah. and years. Uh, so this is a this is a big tick for you. That kind of recognition, I reckon. Totally, completely, big deal for me too. <laughs> Claire, what's your approach to this? So you've got Benny's tracks, and then you've got sixty six talented musicians in the orchestra you know so well. What's what's your approach to this? Well, uh, Benny's songs are quite diverse, so there's a lot of different elements within them. Sometimes there's like real stuff like strings, which obviously is quite a direct translation. And then other other times there's sounds that have been synthesized and you can't really imagine what instrument to put them on. So it's a varied approach depending on the song. So some of the songs we've kind of taken quite straightforward and we're doing sort of a bigger kind of sound. And then others we've completely changed the genre um, so you might not even recognise it until Benny starts singing. So, yeah, my approach is to use the orchestra as much as possible and strip back the strip back the big sound and have more of an intimate kind of conversation between the band and the and the sixty six people sitting behind them. Oh, now this is interesting to me. When you say you've maybe changed the genre, that sounds like a really big departure from the original. Can you give me some examples? Yeah, sure. So. Um, 
So one of the songs we've changed... Sheesh. sheesh. Yeah, so that Sheesh one? is like a hardcore kind of drum and bass um, electronica, like uh, has sort of, yeah, a lot of synthesised um, components. And, and at first everyone was like, well, how are you even going to do that yeah. acoustically without some tracks? And I just said, well, we just, we've got like three percussionists sitting there plus a drummer. We can make a lot of noise. And I kind of inject extra stuff in there as well to sort of fill the gaps that um, like a pumping kind of synth might in the original track. So it'll be a surprise for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that must be so intriguing, Benny, for you to hear your music so so differently interpreted yeah completely I mean I love when like I see a YouTube cover of my song so this is just going to be that like on steroids which will be awesome (laughs) have you learned about your music by hearing other people's versions of it you know what they take from it might be a bit different to what you take from it definitely like you kind of you you even see like slow reverbed YouTube videos of your song and it's like that brings a whole different kind of vibe and a whole different kind of feeling, which is crazy. So I cannot even imagine what it's going to be like playing with the orchestra because it's going to sound so different. But I think it'll be really exciting and it'll probably you know, show a new side to the music that I haven't even discovered, which could be really cool. It's going to be a test for you also as a singer, isn't it? You on stage with 66 behind you. <laughs> it's going to be different. Well, yeah, I mean, it is. And I mean, you, you know, your voice is... It's beautiful, but I wouldn't have thought of it as loud. You know, you had to have no. that cut through, eh? And that's what Claire must be working in the conductor <laughs> to make sure you're not overwhelmed. Yeah. No, I do have quite a quiet voice, but... You have a microphone too. I've got a mic. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a mic, and I'm sure that hopefully people can hear me. I'm sure they will. <laughs> That'll be fine, but it is something I bear in mind in terms yeah, of balance. Totally. Um, and, like, you know, when the melody gets quite low and it's that low husky tone, then yeah. I can't have the full brass section roaring away. Yeah. I was just re-listening to Super Lonely and there's those lovely moments where it's just, you know, that I'm not even going to sing it, but, you know, that these kind of single pure voice coming through and you, you yeah. wouldn't want to drown that and you wouldn't want to obscure that because it's such an integral part of the song. Yeah. I reckon. Hopefully it'll sound great. It's I trust very, you. <laughs> very, very pretty arrangement, that one. Yeah. I think we've gone 1950s on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 1950s kind of Love Boat meets Cinderella meets Disney. It's going to be sick. Mm. Really cool. Claire, you mentioned that you've been to, to Benny's gigs. When you're taking on this kind of commission, do you listen on repeat to, to every single track of the artist to, I don't know, if you choose the, the songs or, or how that works? I mean, do you really have to immerse yourself in the music when you're going to go through this process of reimagining them with an orchestral score? Uh, yeah, so um, I do, when I'm writing each of the tunes, I do listen on repeat all day, and that's really hard when I go home because I can't get it out of my head. It's just, yeah, but it, 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 it's interesting listening through for the first time and noting my initial responses to how the sounds would translate into orchestra and then um, seeing how I can impose a, a different genre on that if appropriate. Or, And I have to sort of take into account how big a hit that song is and how attached to it everybody who's a fan of it will be um, and how much I will have license to change <laughs> so yeah and, and also I just want to have fun with it so and um, and give something unexpected Penny will you get enough time to 
make a connection with your conductor, it's Hamish McKeach, uh, and with the orchestra it, itself? Because, I mean, I mentioned before, you're a mm-hmm. super collaborator. You love yes. doing this stuff. But yes. it's usually with a few people, not yeah. dozens of people. So is that important to, to you that you spend time with the orchestra, listen to them, work with them, get, get a rapport going? Yeah, definitely. I feel like we've got, like, two solid practices with the full orchestra. How many hours will we do it for? Three hours are cool. Three hours is enough to know <laughs> you'll have six more than six that. people and yeah. know and about their lives. You'll have a session with just the conductor yeah. and the band just to um, figure out the new way of working mm. when Hamish is the beat. Yeah. And It'll be like speed dating but speed friends. Claire, is this experience for the uh, members of the orchestra great for them as, as well, you know, taking them outside of the usual repertoire, which is fantastic, of course, but doing something that's so, so different. I think they love it because by association they get to be pop stars <laughs> of the night, um, and that's always great for a classical player. And, and it's a different audience. It brings a younger crowd and a different energy in the room. It's a real kind of thrill for them. I'm looking forward to seeing who kind of turns up. I've definitely got some, like, hardcore, loyal, younger fans, but... Then again, whenever I play shows, it's always, like, pretty random. So hopefully it'll be an eclectic mix of humans. And the band, my band, are also super excited. And, like, a couple of them, or Tia, my guitar player, is super into, like, classical stuff. So everyone's very excited for this one. She's going to get a chance to play some other stuff as well. Yes, she is. Claire, you you really enjoy doing this, but it is, I mean, it's a big responsibility on your shoulders, isn't it? For all the reasons we've just been talking about with songs that uh, that Benny loves, that her fans love, um, but also you are creating something other as well. But I guess you can't stray too far. It still has to be something of the soul of the song in there, whatever you do with the instrumentation. Yeah, you're exactly right. You have to sort of find the core of the song and remain true to that whilst giving giving the audience what they're there for, which is a different experience, not just your regular Benny gig, but something really transportative and magical. I was just thinking, you know, the traditional orchestra audience is kind of sitting so silently you don't even, you know, clap at inappropriate moments. Right. <laughs> you know, but I mean, it's very formal. Um, but here I imagine you're going to have fans singing along and, and, and being, that's the music you create and you love it, hey. So it's going to be yeah. a very different kind of experience. Do you hope people at the orchestra will sing? Maybe some people have never sung when I you've gone so. to an orchestral gig before. I hope so. <laughs> what do you find, Claire, with the, with the other kind of crossovers that the orchestra's done in the past? Do you find that the audience does respond uh, or, or do they, they applaud politely in between every, yeah. every track as, you know, as they might at a formal concert? Uh, sometimes sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. It depends on the sort of layout of the gig, if there's a dance floor space or if everybody's seated, they might not feel as comfortable standing mm. up and singing or clapping or whatever. Are but, we doing a dance floor? And I think we are. In, in Gotta have a little party party. Yeah, we are in the town hall. <laughs> so um, people will feel free to do that if they're standing up and feeling like they're more at a gig, which, mm. is, which is cool for the orchestra. The world, we don't know when the world will open back up to you, Benny. It's, I mean, it's, it's tough timing for young artists like yourself, who I imagine if we weren't having this conversation would be somewhere in the world on tour. How are you feeling about it? I mean, we, we love you here at home. Yeah. The awards are coming your way. You've got fans around the world. But, you know, it's a bit like sports people, you know. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're all geared up for 2021 yeah. to be something completely other. Totally. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I've def- I'm definitely, like, keen to get out. But at the same time, like, I'm just glad that I'm able to even play shows right now. And it's like, when I can play somewhere else, I, 
I will, and um, it's just like a little bit of a waiting game that I want it to be safe when I do, and yeah, just hibernating for now. So the timing for this is pretty good, hey? Definitely, totally. Just keeping myself busy in the time that I can just be here, but also stoked that, you know, I'm here with my friends and everything. Claire Cowan and Benny. The NZSO concerts will be in late July, while Benny and the APO are performing in September.